Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing actually about a, a couple things. I'm not a I'm not a gamer. Much respect to gamers. You put a lot of work into it. I uh, listen, man. Everybody got to get enjoyment out of something. So the gamers, but I never seen this Leroy Jenkins video before. My freaking hilarious Leroy Jenkins. The first time I've seen it. Got like 22 million views. I'm I'm embarrassed. I've never seen this before. But I'm not just laughing about that. That's hilarious. You got to look that up. Here's another thing here. Very rarely does the Bongino rule strike so quickly. After I tell you to implement the Bongino rule. Oh. What did I say to you yesterday about the... Joe's back. Good to have you back. A little technical difficulty. Yeah. Now, what What did I tell you yesterday about Trump and the team? Look, I got this classified document. It's the battle plan for Iran. Oh, my God. What did I tell you? I said Braveheart style. Hold. Hold. Did I not say hold? And, of course, the next day, the Bongino rule strikes again. Holy shit, did that happen fast? It, can, it will never let you down. Uh, I got, I'm going to get to that. I got a lot of shit to talk about today. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins, I told you, just wait. If it's a story that involves Trump, don't even wait 24 hours. Wait at least a week because it will almost always be debunked. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Blackout Coffee. It's my favorite coffee. You know why? They're not woke. They love America and they make great coffee. Badass coffee. Visit blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Welcome back to Joe. Now, first, I want to talk yeah. about something else, though. Once we get, wait, I got to get to this. Uh, the Bongino cannibalism theory. Another one of my theories, Joe knows this one well, that liberals will eventually eat themselves alive playing identity politics because yep. not every group thinks alike. Strikes again. Stay tuned. Big show. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. We're living in an era of tyranny. The internet's at the frontier of the battle for control. Americans are being forced to give up the thing that makes America great. Freedom of speech. I'm not going to let you be censored or myself. That's why I use ExpressVPN and you should too. Folks, it's important, man. This is, I forget these scripts for a minute here. Big tech, the government, they're all watching you. You know how you get them to stop watching you? By using ExpressVPN. It's really that simple. They can match your activity to your unique IP address. Not when you use an ExpressVPN. Your identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server. Plus, ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of your network traffic for protection from hackers and eavesdroppers. It's easy to use. The app literally has one button. Tap it, you're protected. It's that simple. ExpressVPN is not only the number one rated VPN by CNET and TechRadar, it's also the best VPN I've ever used. And we had a few of them before them. I never go online without it. You shouldn't either because it's nobody's business. Not big government or not big tech. Defend your right to privacy and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph, if you're back, then it worked. It's wild and woolly Wednesday, Dan. Yeah. Joe uh, may be drinking this morning. That's probably why we missed him in the beginning. <laughs> I, I kid. I kid. Joe waits till noon. Not at 11 o'clock in the morning. Welcome to Mary Grace, artsy lady, fighting Irish, and 8080 J.E. Wells. Newbies to the chat. Love to have you here. Join the crew every day. Rumble.com uh, slash Bongino. Start the chat at 10 a.m. Show begins at 11. We love talking to you. I love monitoring what's going on. So welcome. I have another theory. Joey, this is probably our first 
big theory we put out on the podcast or Bongino's golden rules of the show. It's the liberal cannibalism theory. We've only been talking about this since we were doing the show in my basement in Severna Park, Maryland, with the moving blankets on the walls. And the theory is this. When liberals divide people into groups, right? You're Muslim, you're Jewish, you're union, you're non-union, you're immigrant, you're non-immigrant. What they do is they divide people into those groups to tell all of those groups those guys, the Republicans, hate you, okay? And we will protect you if you are a member of X group. Does that make sense? Yeah. Gee, as the self-anointed curmudgeon of the group, if it doesn't make sense, stop me. Liberals use group identity as a way to speak to a lot of people at the same time. Does it make sense? Yeah. yeah. If I don't want to talk to Joey and Abdul and Tony and Karina, the best way to do it is to put them in a box and speak to them all at the same time. Oh, you're all in a union? Republicans hate you union people. Therefore, vote for us and we'll protect you against the union. You get it? It's a simple tactical way to talk to people at the same time without having to address everyone individually. It's why conservatism is always playing second fiddle to liberalism in messaging because they're tactically efficient liberals because they can talk to people at the same time because they put them in groups. The catch is you have to agree to be part of the group. And most people don't because most people say, well, I'm not a Hispanic immigrant first. I'm a mom and a Christian. Like, that's not the group the liberals want you to be in. Does that make sense? Everybody got it? We're Feedback good. in the chat. If it doesn't make sense, let me know. So here's the big problem with group identity politics. The problem is eventually they have to vote for something. And when that something is liberalism, not every member of the group they put you in has the same interests as liberalism or members of the other groups. Perfect example, admissions policies in college. If you like affirmative action, you prefer screwing over Asian-Americans. Asian-Americans are a group liberals say they're protecting, but they're not protecting them. So eventually the Dan Bongino cannibalism theory kicks in where the groups start eating each other alive. And then they start looking at liberals and go, why are we eating each other alive? Because we're listening to dumbass liberals. That's why. And the rebellion begins. The re- What? It, I didn't even get to that. Don't steal my thunder. I was going to go there. He said, it, uh, yeah, Guy's already trying. You want the Guy show? Let me, hold on. I got to check in. I the Guy show. Yeah, it, I know. I know. I am unadjusted. <laughs> Man, this chat is busy. I'm like scrolling all the way to. There we go. Finally, at the bottom of the chat. Here, Guy, he's right. And I was going to talk about this. I swear it's in my notes. <laughs> Intersectionality is the term liberals use for it. That every group we put you in, you have one thing in common. You're being oppressed by the evil white man and the Republicans represent them. So you should hate those guys and we'll protect you. Okay, here. Guy, come, come over here for a second. Justin, you come over. Leave Guy over there. I want you to read this. I want, just so you guys don't think I'm making this up. Does this not say, I warn them, intersectionality is bullshit? It does. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So Guy, I, he were, I think he read my notes beforehand. He's cheating. This is their intersectionality theory. It's all bullshit, folks. My, yeah, I know. You Nobody can read my hand, right? He's right. I write like a doctor. I wish I thought like one. Intersectionality or this idea that well, Portuguese immigrants in a union think the same as Vietnamese Americans trying to get into college is so freaking stupid. It was only a matter of time for these groups started to eat each other alive and blame liberals. The culture war, I promise you, will be the undoing of the left. And the biggest part of the culture war at the tip of the spear of the undoing is going to be suggesting to parents they should cut their kids' nuts off. It is never going to work. Oh, no. It is never. Dude, 
It's not, Joe is a what? Scottish? Are you Scottish? Joe is a Scottish father of a very, very successful young man who I promise you, the, uh, the Muslim father that lives in Montgomery County who has a son going to college, both Joe and the Muslim dad don't want the kid's nuts cut off. Hell no. And they don't want the kid in ninth grade, uh, excuse me, in, uh, in second grade or third, even in ninth grade, doesn't even matter, looking at pornographic images in a book and being told it's sex education, okay? The culture war will be the undoing of the left. Oh, look, it's happening right now, like right in front of your face. Washington Times, Matt Delaney. Parents in Muslim groups rally at Montgomery County Public School headquarters over LGBTQ policies. Joseph knows Montgomery County very well. Yes, I do. Joe is actually in Maryland. Joe, is Montgomery County, just throw this out for the audience, is that blue, slightly blue, really blue, or most likely communist? Um, Most likely communist. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Joe knows Montgomery County well. So do I. It's a congressional district I ran in. Montgomery County, they call it in Maryland, in Maryland, which is a blue state, they call Montgomery County occupied Montgomery County because it's run by straight up commies. What does it tell you that parents in Montgomery County are rebelling over LGBTQIA, BIPOC, two plus one spirit policies in schools, forcing kids to be instructed in all this sexual identity stuff? And the parents get a load of this, have no way out. So who showed up? East African immigrants, Ethiopian Orthodox church members, self-professed Muslims, Protestants and evangelicals. Oh, my gosh. Sounds like intersectionality is a bunch of bullshit, just like I said. And they're starting to realize all these groups. What are they starting to realize, folks? That the real enemy is who? The real enemy is the woke Karens. And the woke Karens are all liberals. No offense to the good Karens out there. Like I said, I read a list once of the top 10 names of dicks. And the number one was Dan. So I feel your pain. I'm just saying, everybody's realizing right now the intersectional groups that the real enemy are the freaking woke Karens out there. Did I? I'm sorry. I am taking a victory lap over this one. We called this Joe and I eight years ago. I said, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. It took the left, gosh, 50 years to get us to the point where we're cutting breasts and nuts off kids. Okay. Right. It took them a long time. Yeah. It was going to take a long time to turn the pendulum back. But folks, I promise you, the Dan Bongino cannibalism theory, where all of these intersectional groups start to eat each other alive and realize Karens are the problem, is happening right freaking now. Here's a great woman, Azra Namani. She's at this protest in occupied Montgomery County. Muslims, Ethiopians, evangelicals, white people, black people, all there saying, you know what? You're not going to teach my kid how to perform oral sex in like third grade. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. I'm really sorry. Watch Azra Nomani's coverage. This This is great. Here we are at the corner of Campus Drive and Manakee Street. And this is where intersectionalism came to die. This is where the woke army, this unholy alliance between the Muslims and the far left came to die. What I have behind me is hundreds of Arab Muslims, Ethiopian Christians, Peruvian Catholics, and so many others. Let's go see them. We love our children. We love our children. We will never surrender our children. 
Ladies and gentlemen, remember the words of Aeneas, right? The victor is not victorious until the vanquished considers himself so. You never considered yourself vanquished, and the rebellion's begun. You're in the middle of it right now. Make no mistake, the rebellion's begun, and it's only going to get uglier for the we're coming for your kids left. Do you have the coming for your kids video from yesterday? Can you pull that one up again, too? Yeah, take, 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 take your time and have it. Ladies and gentlemen, they can no longer hide this. Castrating kids, chemical dis- hormonal disruptors for young kids, teaching them how to perform various sex acts, talking about, you know, booty stuff. You, you want to see that video? I got that one for you. This is never, ever going to fly. Liberals, you got it? Liberals are going, now, watch this video from yesterday. You don't think they're coming for your kids? Just listen to them. Here's a drag rally in New York. Take a listen. You don't think they're coming for your kids? Just listen to them. The rebellion's begun. Be proud of yourself. Now, how do I know the tide is turning? And then I'm not being hyperbolic and trying to unnecessarily uh, get you excited about the fact that the culture war shifted. Because I just pay attention to the panic on the left. Folks, I can always gauge the success of a tactical political mover made on behalf of the liberty movement in the United States by the response of crazed liberal lunatics in the media. Here's NBC News who got absolutely wrecked with this ridiculous piece of shit article. We're coming for your children, Trent, at Drag March in New York. Elicits outrage. But activists say it's taken out of context. I just played your freaking words. What context is that? We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. What other context is that? Here's the hilarious part. Tyler Kincaid, who really needs to get a different job, who wrote this piece, Tyler, this isn't for you. You're clearly a dipshit. This is not for you. He says the coming for your children chant's been used for years at private events. Oh, Joe, that makes me feel better. Oh, yeah. Dad, okay, too. fellas, don't worry. I'm done. Show's over, guys. They've only been saying it for years. And they say it's it's one of the many provocative expressions used to regain control of slurs against LGBTQ people. This is... <laughs> if this isn't the Michael Anton... That's not happening, but it's great that it is. I don't know what is. And wait, wait, Joe, what's next? Of course, the Republicans pounce. What? What is it? What is an article in NBC without a Republicans pounce? And they note, and in this case, right wing extremists are jumping, pouncing, jumping, leaping on a single video to weaponize an out of control context remark to stigmatize the queer community. That the pound, there's the pounce. Now, the hilarious part about Tyler Kincaid and how stupid this dipwad is, right, is he says in this case they're jumping on a single video while noting in the prior sentence they've used this for years. Also, if we don't have the video, it didn't exist. You just said it existed. Here's the crazy thing. NBC puts his tweet up and they got community noted. (laughs) They got community noted on Twitter. The news article provides no evidence 
where coming for your children chants been done for years at Pride, nor does it quote specific individuals that make this claim. This is very irresponsible reporting. And be... <laughs> no, just to be clear. First, they're not coming for your children. Then they get caught on video literally saying, we're here, we're queer, you're coming for your children. Then NBC says, don't worry, it's no big deal. We say this every year. Then they say there's no video evidence in the past that happened. And then they get community noted saying this is irresponsible reporting. Can you possibly F up a story any more than NBC did? They got totally freaking humiliated. The liberal reader, the, the liberal reader he said it right, Joe. The liberal reader's like, <laughs> yeah, man, makes perfect sense. <laughs> what story's true? Yeah. They say it every year. They don't say it every year. They said it this year. It's just provocative. But what's a, which story is it? Now, folks, this gets worse. I'd never heard this before. You think this culture war, you think this isn't going to blow up in their faces? Just keep attacking evangelicals in the Christian community. You know, we have uh, we have our, our creed, Nicene Creed, the Apostles' Creed. We have various creeds about what we, what we believe. We say them in, uh, in church and Catholic mass. Uh, have you ever heard of the Sparkle Creed? Um, apparently, this thing is real. Um, you think these people, again, are continuing to attack the Catholic Church and religion as a long-term strategy while recommending the castration, all this other stuff of kids? Um, here's the Sparkle Creed. Apparently, this is taken from uh, some uh, a place that pretends to be a religious institution. Check this out. Let us confess our faith today in the words of the Sparkle Creed. I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit who shatters our image of one white light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints as numerous, creative, and resilient as patches on the ace quilt, whose feet are grounded in mud and whose eyes gaze at the stars in wonder. I believe in the calling to each of us that love is love is love. So beloved, let us love. I believe, glorious God, help my unbelief. Amen. Uh, uh, folks, by the way, big hat tip at Woke Preacher TV on Twitter. Awesome job. Uh, it's just heresy. What the heck? In, 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 in the technical, yeah. religious, moral, ethical, that's just outright heresy. I, I don't even know what that, I never even heard of that. Sacrilegious, dude. Uh, oh. Good heavens. B absolute blasphemy. Absolute blasphemy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Folks, the culture war is turning. It's turning. Remember this lady at Bud? Remember the lady who thought it was a good idea because Bud was a fratty with the first worst vocal fry you've ever heard in your life? Remember this lady who apparently was behind the Bud campaign to get involved with Dylan Mulvaney, who was one of the voices on it? Here, take a listen to this one. Well, I'm a businesswoman. I had a really clear job to do when I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like, we mm -hmm. need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And 
my, what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what is, what, do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Mm-hmm. And representation is at sort of the heart of evolution. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of fratty, kind of out of touch humor. And it was really important (laughs) that we had another approach. Oh yeah. They've got another approach (laughs) moving from the what number one beer in the country to like number 47 or something. It's some approach. We have to see people represented work. No, you don't have to see it. Just give us the freaking beer. Justin said it right. Put a horse in there, a Clydesdale, some kids on a beach and bikinis and shorts and stuff playing volleyball or whatever. Maybe do a Top Gun thing or something. It's freaking beer, dude. It's Freddy. Yeah, but who the hell drinks beer? Yeah. People who happen to party who go to France. Are they just stupid? Holy Moses. Well, here's the update. Why am I bringing that up? Exclusive Daily Caller. Top end. How's your book? Mark, marketing executives responsible for boycott are no longer employed. Oh. Tell me again how. Tell me how we're, we're losing. Tell me again how we're losing. Because I'll laugh in your face. Keep telling us you're coming for our kids. We're going to have to play that Roger Scare uh, F around and find out video one day for you. Maybe you should watch that. I'll play it on the radio show later. It's time. You need to watch that. Don't mess with people's kids. They don't like it. All right. The Bongino rule (laughs) strikes again, and it isn't even 24 hours. Gosh, it's the greatest rule of my entire life. It's so awesome. Stay tuned. Coming up. AmericanFinancing.net. What's that? Well, a lot of Americans are feeling the effects of inflation, filling up your car, groceries, home repairs. Everything's more expensive. Most of you are paying these bills with a credit card. Consumer debt rose a lot, over a trillion dollars in the last year. It's the biggest increase in 20 years. If you are a homeowner, there is a way out. Call my friends at American Financing. It's a great company. It'll put together a plan to pay off that high-interest credit card debt and create a meaningful savings for you every month. They're saving people just like you up to $1,000 a month, closing in as fast as 10 days. Don't wait. Get yourself in a better position. Call their salary-based mortgage consultants today and see how much you can save. The 25 years of experience and 7,000 glowing reviews speak volumes about their ability to save homeowners money. It costs nothing to get started. If you start today, you could delay two mortgage payments, giving you greater savings up front. Call American Financing today at 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660 or visit them online. This is a .NET address, by the way, not a .com. AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Thanks, American Financing. We appreciate it. Okay. I told you yesterday, after we played the tape that leaked out, probably from the DOJ, to destroy Donald Trump, where Donald Trump, they insist the, it's audio only, is showing someone some classified Iran document, and everybody in the media was like, Anderson Cooper was like, Doing the Elizabeth, Elizabeth, oh my gosh, get me my nitro bomb. I can't believe what he's doing. He's showing everyone the Iranian battle plans. And I said to you yesterday, hold, hold, Spears Braveheart style on the ground. (laughs) That could be a couple things. I said to hold. Because what's one of the questions we brought up yesterday, fellas? I said, this is kind of interesting because I haven't really seen anything in the, indictment indicating 
that they actually have this Iranian battle plan that is on the alleged audio there. And I said, if Trump's showing him something, he could be showing him a kid's coloring book for all we know and could be blustering. I mean, you need to prove a case beyond a reasonable doubt in court, right? I'm not talking about the politics. Again, I want to be clear. There are a lot of people in the chat, and you're always welcome here, all of you. Some are RFK supporters. Some are Ron DeSantis supporters. Some are Tim Scott supporters. I got Vivek people in there. You're all welcome here. You may say politically, hey, that tape didn't sound good. That's for your judge. That's you for your, your call to make it an election. That's why you get to vote. This is a legal case. The swamp, disgusting filth bags decided to charge Donald Trump with espionage violations. You better damn well show us that they produced a classified document. CBS News strikes again. What the hell is going on at CBS News, by the way? CBS News all of a sudden is like doing actual journalism. What is going on? I think Catherine Herridge changed the whole department over there. Quote, you can read this in the newsletter today, bungino.com slash newsletter. Iran memo, not among the 30 run records underlying charges in the Trump federal indictment. <laughs> Joe, I don't know about you, but that sounds to me like a big deal, right? Yep. Donald Trump was showing people an Iran memo from the Defense Department. Where's the memo? Uh, I don't know. We don't have it. Uh, that's kind of weird. It's like, we're going to charge this guy with murder. Do you have a body? No, no, the person's still alive. Well, how the hell are you going to charge him with murder? Here it goes on. The Defense Department memo on Iran at the heart of the now public audio recordings captured in a July 2021 meeting with President Trump is not part of the 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information charged in Jack Smith's indictment of the former president. A source confirmed the CBS News. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the Bongino rule. It saves you every time. It saves you everything. Remember all the conservatives, alleged conservatives yesterday who hate Donald Trump, fake conservatives, jumping, oh my gosh, he's done. The walls are closing in for the 15th time. It's over with Donald Trump. How many times do I have to tell you? Do not trust these people, folks. The politics are up to you. You don't want to vote for Donald Trump, vote for someone else. That's okay. It's a free country I love. You have God-given rights enshrined in the Constitution, but please stop the bullshit and please stop falling for everything these people put out there. That thing was leaked to get a narrative going. Donald Trump showed a classified Defense Department document to someone not authorized to see it. Then you find out, of course, 24 hours later, if you would have waited, you wouldn't have fallen for this. You'd find out that they don't actually have the document and they have not a single shred of proof Donald Trump showed anybody anything. However, folks, the leak served an important goal. It's part of their media lawfare strategy, number one, where they use the media, willing idiots in the media, to advance a narrative about Donald Trump so that by the time he gets to his court case, the jury pool is completely polluted. You understand what I'm talking about? Leak it out in a public way in advance. That way, by the time the jury pool is formed for the case, everybody already believes Donald Trump committed a crime. That's part one. Part two of what I believe to be a DOJ leak here is to distract from, again, the just continuing to deteriorate, increasingly horrendous by the minute case of what's going on with Hunter Biden right now. This case is getting grotesque. The media needs a reason to occupy its time on the air with Donald Trump stories other than Hunter Biden stories. 
And the DOJ just gave it to him with this ridiculous Trump story. Now, on the Hunter Biden story, the media is starting to settle on two specific narratives here. We're good at picking these out. Going to get ahead of this. Narrative number one is that no matter how ugly this deal looks, Hunter Biden pleading guilty to a misdemeanor tax charge and pretrial diversion on the gun thing, that this is definitely not a sweetheart deal. That's narrative number one. There's a second one, too. Cue up that video for me. Here's a supercut. Hat tip, Graby and Tom Elliott over there. Here's a supercut of the media that someone told them, you got to go out immediately and combat this narrative that we got a sweetheart deal. Everybody go and do it at the same time. Listen to the talking point. Check this out. We keep hearing things from Republicans like sweetheart deal. Give us a reality check. This is not some sweetheart deal. Well, I don't think it was a sweetheart deal. There's no indication that he's getting a special or a sweetheart deal. So is this a sweetheart deal? No, it's not. So it does not appear that this is a sweetheart deal. The idea of throwing around these terms about slap on the wrist and, and, and uh, probation by uh, a traffic ticket, it's just not accurate. They focus mm-hmm. on this and say, oh, my God, two-tier standard of justice. He got a sweetheart deal. And you're like, guys, I mean, you're just you just sound like morons. Make sure that the American people understand that he's not being treated better or worse. I've seen no reason to think he had any reason to tilt the field in favor of Hunter Biden. That there was no fav- home state favoritism here in Delaware. Bending over backwards to not show any favor, even any appearance of favor to the president's son. You know what we've seen? A lot of pictures that show you what addiction does to somebody and a lot of noise to distract from Trump. Everything that has come out of what we've seen with the Republican attacks on the Biden crime family, it's all projection. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf. <laughs> the meatloaf. I mean, there, there is. What is she doing back there? Oh. What is she doing? Nobody knows what she's doing back there. The answer is creating a fake narrative with my Dan Bongino dipsy do flipper meatloaf theory, okay? Here's the dip. You have to learn to read left-wing media headlines upside down. This is another one of the golden rules of the show. So when the media headline is what, guys? This is not a sweetheart deal. What does that mean? It means it's absolutely a sweetheart deal, and they're trying to run interference by running a counter narrative. Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. What does that mean? It means Hillary Clinton colluded with the Russians, which actually happened. Now, here's part two of the narrative. Part two of the narrative, learn to read it upside down. Part two is, matter of fact, this is so not a sweetheart deal that if this wasn't the son of the president, they wouldn't be charged at all for not paying millions of dollars in taxes. Meaning what? Meaning that he definitely should have been charged with more for not paying millions of dollars in taxes. Take a listen to this. He committed no crime with the gun. If this wasn't Hunter Biden, it is likely he wouldn't have been prosecuted at all. Feds wouldn't have brought this charge against somebody whose last name was not Biden. If his last name was not Biden, I don't even think he would have been charged. His name was Hunter Smith. He probably would not have been charged if his last name wasn't Biden, if he wasn't famous. I don't know that he would have been prosecuted at all. If Hunter Biden's last name was Bidino, I don't know that he gets charges at all. Uh, I think it's actually harsher than the treatment that a typical person would receive. Based on what we have seen here, it seems like a more harsh disposition than most people will get. So I actually think, you know, Biden's kind of getting the short end of the stick on this because it's such a high profile case. He was probably more severely looked at. You know, he he was treated differently, but he was treated differently uh, to his detriment. If anything, Hunter Biden has been charged a little bit more heavily than you would expect. 
expect. Right, right. So I guess what you're saying is it's possible that if there's a double standard, it's actually a standard against against him. If anything, they may have been leaning uh, pretty far forward. The Hunter Biden story, the scandal, the this, the that, it's also the story of a father's love. Dude, you, you, you don't have to you don't have to like the left. <laughs> and I know you don't. I don't either. But Joe. You got to admit, you got to respect the balls oh, on him. man. So the real story is here, if his name was Hunter Smith, he'd be in jail for probably like three to five years. And they wind up turning it around to, his name was Hunter Smith. He wouldn't be charged at all. They're only charging him because he's the president's son. <laughs> dude, dude. Like holding him like this, Joe. Yeah. In wheelbarrow. Yeah, very long. I mean, yeah. like elephantitis. Coconuts. I mean- you almost, no, not even, cool. we're talking about like basketball. Oh my God. We're talking about cement blocks. I can't, well, I mean, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta respect the balls on these people. I do. It's, it, no, <laughs> no, I don't know. I disagree with you, Guy, for the first, Guy says it's stupidity. No, I, I, I don't think it no, is. I don't either. I really don't. I, 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 I agree with you, Joe. I think it's the left, like, we have so much media power. We're just going to flip the narrative on its head and give them the double barrel middle finger and stick it in their eye, hoping to get them angry enough that they stop talking about the real story. There's no way this is that they're, they know exactly what they're doing. But you get the flipperoo theory? They flip the Hunter Smith story on its head. If he's Hunter Smith, he's in jail. They flip it around to if he's Hunter Smith, he wouldn't have been charged at all. Then they tell you, sweetheart deal? No, no, definitely not a sweetheart deal. Means it was. Folks, by the way, did we call it? I'm going to get to what I mean to say why the left is getting ready, why CBS and others are starting to report on this story. The left is getting ready. Not all of them, as you've seen from the supercut, but it's going to happen soon. The left is getting ready to throw Joe Biden overboard. I'm telling you, mark my words, Joe's flagged it like 10 times. It is happening right now because of two things, confusion and brazenness. I called it again. You're going to see this New York Times article. You see exactly what I'm talking about. Take a quick break for our sponsors. They keep the show free. They want to talk to you. I appreciate you supporting them. Thank you very much. Helix Sleep. Folks, a great day always begins with a great night's sleep. You're on a mattress eight hours a night. You better darn well make it a good one because you're not going to fall into deep sleep if you're not comfortable. It's not cool in your bedroom. Helix offers 20 unique mattress models for big, tall, short, wide, even special ones for kids. To find the perfect fit, Helix provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial. No matter your sleeping position, Helix is the answer. Memory foam, hybrid, all the more responsive to the individual with enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. Helix is about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress, the best I've slept on. I have the Midnight Lux. Love it. Setup is super easy. Don't take my word for it. GQ and Wired Magazine named Helix, their number one mattress. Take the Helix sleep quiz at helixsleep.com slash Dan and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. As a bonus, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows too for my listeners. Helix is H-E-L-I-X, by the way. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. It's their best offer yet, and it won't last long. 20% off all mattress orders at helixsleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Also, today's show brought to you by MyPillow. They have a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners constantly make the My Slippers one of their best sellers over there. They sell out quick. I have a feeling you're going to stock up now. When you hear, you're going to want to stock up when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code Dan, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. They're ridiculously comfortable. I wear them all day sometimes, especially when I'm taking a break. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. They'll sell out. Take my word for it. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design. You won't find it any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. 
They help relieve stress in your feet. You can wear them anytime, anywhere. They come in tons of additional sizes and all new colors. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on that radio listener square. Grab a pair of these all-season slippers for $25. Regularly priced $149.98. Limited 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code DAN or call 800-637-4982 for this incredible offer. They won't last long. So order now. They are really comfortable. Check them out. All right, so back to the show. Did we call it or not? I told you they're getting ready to take Joe Biden and dump him overboard politically with no political life preserver because of two things. If you've been listening to the show, you already know. Tell me in the chat. Yes, you're right. Confusion and brazenness. The left is confused, which I'm going to get to that angle in a minute. They thought they had the Hunter Biden story effectively squashed after the 2020 election. They did not know there was more stuff that was going to come out. Trust me on this. I'm getting this from every one of my sources. They thought the story was over. And now they're like, holy shit, what else is out there? They're also getting pissed off at the brazenness of Biden, how he does things because he is so, it's such an egomaniac who has such an elevated sense of how important he is that he thinks he can get away with anything. They are really getting annoyed that he keeps trotting Hunter Biden in everybody's face. No, they're not, Dan. Okay, don't take my word for it. Here's the freaking New York Times. Peter Baker, who, by the way, is half a communist. Hunter Biden isn't hiding. Even some Democrats are uncomfortable. That's the New York Times. It's the New York Times. I, I, I told you this yesterday. You are not wasting your time in this show. Listen, man, it's, I, I, I just, I know I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to brag or sound like an ass. I just, I invest a lot in this show and I want you to be happy here. I promise you, I read all day. You're ahead of the news because I sit here all day and study what these idiots are doing. You are not wasting your time here. The brazenness of this is starting to drive the left crazy. He should just ask Hunter Biden to just shut up and go away. Instead, he has to keep poking everyone. You know why, folks? You want to know the real reason? Because Guy's right about this one. Because Biden is an idiot and nobody wants to tell him no. Here's the confusion angle at work. They don't know what else is out there. That's why they're getting ready to dump this idiot in the White House, this rotting bag of oatmeal. Here's CBS again. Again, I don't know what the hell's going on at CBS. I think Catherine Harris just changed the whole news department. That she's not been fired yet is astonishing because she's doing actual news. Here's CBS News with the IRS whistleblower bringing up a new angle. Apparently, Hunter was claiming, according to the allegations here, tax deductions for, did you guys hear this? Hookers, strip clubs, and drugs? Ah, is that real? I haven't heard. Joe, are you in a case? Yeah, I haven't heard. Is it. that a real deduction? Can you do oh, that? Oh, no, I, I couldn't. Hookers? No. I don't. I wouldn't even try. I don't, I'm not sure it's business related. <laughs> Hold on, Paul. Let me get that. Can we do that? Hookers? No. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not an accountant. I, I'm reasonably confident that if you were to look at my tax returns, yeah, it's just not going to be on there. I'm, I'm okay. Here's a, this is what I Here's the confusion principle work. Listen to part one of this. Here's the IRS whistleblower. Just lighten this guy on fire. Check this out. If this was any other person, they likely would have already served their sentence. Gary Shapley was a lead IRS supervisory agent in Operation Sportsman, the investigation into Hunter Biden. Shapley said he uncovered conduct that warranted more serious charges. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses prostitutes, sex club memberships, 
hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. How much did Hunter Biden owe in taxes? So from 2014 to 2019, it was $2.2 million. The back taxes were paid off. And last week, the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware, David Weiss, reached an agreement with Hunter Biden. The president's son would admit to a firearm charge and plead guilty for his failure to pay taxes. If a judge signs off, the deal means no jail time. Testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence. And Shapley told lawmakers that U.S. attorney Weiss was blocked from bringing stronger charges. But U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said last week that Weiss was not. I'm saying he was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own. I documented exactly what happened, and it doesn't seem to match what the attorney general or the U.S. attorney are saying today. Shapley provided lawmakers this contemporaneous email he wrote after an October meeting last year. Shapley says Weiss told him the opposite, that Weiss is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. No, 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 digest all this. I'm asking you for a second to try to put yourself in the shoes of the modern liberal in the media, right? You've tried for now five to six years to bury this story. You think you finally got the nail in this story's coffin after the 2020 election when you effectively suppressed it, making the Hunter Biden laptop thing, quote, go away. Now, all of a sudden, one, two, three, possibly up to six whistleblowers start surfacing, giving out details that are even more horrendous than the pictures on the laptop. The guy's writing off hookers, drugs. The attorney general's lying to the public. You got a whistleblower saying, I got a memo saying Garland's lying about who had authority in this case. Folks, this is the confusion principle at worst at work. This is why the libs and even some media goons are about five minutes away from dumping this guy. And when it happens, you're going to say you heard it here first. They are done with this guy. They're just holding on until Newsom or someone else formally comes out and says, I'm in. And then Biden's finished. They don't like RFK. RFK's not their guy because he's too much of an anti-establishment guy. Newsom's just the dyed-in-the-wool, phony, fake Democrat. He's even got the fake hair, the slick back do whatever he's got to match. Shave that thing. You're a grown man. Here's part two of this. This is a little bit shorter. Here, so first he destroys Garland. He brings out more information about Hunter. Here they, we find out that they were instructed that they couldn't even investigate Joe Biden. Why Donald Trump's house is getting raided in Florida on a fake classified documents charge. Take a listen to this. It was just shocking to me. Shapley, who is still working for the IRS, told us that even before President Biden took office, he was directed to avoid leads involving Hunter's father. There were certain investigative steps that we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. And you wanted to take them? We needed to take them. And you weren't allowed to take them? That's correct. Folks, this is airing on CBS News nationwide. I don't know how many people watch CBS Evening News. My guess is upwards of five to seven million. You understand that's a lot of people who are hearing this for the first time. This is important. This is a watershed moment. They're getting ready to throw this guy overboard. And I got to tell you, just to be candid, I'm not sure that's the best thing. You guys get where I'm going with this? I'll be honest, right? I'd rather run against Joe Biden oh, now. Yeah. yeah. The, the, guy's a, uh, the guy's a bleeding political animal right now, tracking through the woods with, with thousands of people on his trail. The devil you know. Thank you, sir. The devil you know is right. I'm just telling you, 
The liberal media is thinking exactly like we do. When is this guy so wounded that this is he just, he just he politically becomes dead to us? They're, you know, their bench isn't deep. He's right. I mean, Kamala Harris, I'm sure, would, be, would fare worse than Biden. But Newsom could be a problem. He's a big phony. He's a big fake. And even though California is collapsing and everybody's trying to escape like Snake Plissken and escape from L.A., the guy's slick. And I'm not even sure it's a good thing. I'm here to tell you the truth, though. I'm not here for bullshit. You know, I don't have time for it. Okay. Here, this. It, you think the case can't get any worse? This pops up yesterday, too. A new WhatsApp message sent to a Chinese Communist Party-connected energy company associate, Gong Wendong. Here's a Hunter Biden WhatsApp message uh, from Oversight. I can make $5 million salary at any law firm in America. He's sending this to a communist-connected guy. Oh, there's this alleged text here, right? If you think this is about money, it's not. The Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. Oh, my God. There's no evidence Joe was involved. Really? Then why doesn't he say Hunter Biden is the best I know or I am the best I know? Why does he say the Bidens? Bidens. Plural, right? I know you have trouble with plurals, they, them, Zhao, though, pronouns. The Bidens is plural. Why is he talking about the Bidens? Any guesses? Oh, that- Maybe because he's shaking down a Chinese Communist Party guy yeah. for $10 million, citing his father's connections. Joe, you think? Taking a stab yeah, at it. There. And kind more of than maybe one sir? of them. Yeah, a whole bunch of Bidens. Yeah, more than one. Yeah. Maybe Jim, maybe a few more. Jimbo. Who knows who else is involved? Plural means many Bidens. Bidens. Folks, expect the craziness, by the way, to get out of control. The craziness is going to get out of control as Biden starts, this, again, this bleeding political animal now being tracked through the woods. Everybody's going to be after him soon. Left-wingers, donors, this guy is done. And again, I'm not really sure that's a good thing because I'm positive we can beat this guy. He is a complete disaster at this point. However, the left-wing media is going to have to refocus on just absolute insanity right now because they know they can't win with just touting Biden. They're going to have to destroy us. Check out this from MSNBC last night. We're back to Klan analogies. Here's a, an author on MSNBC with the absolutely dreadful Nicole Wallace, who again cites replacement theory, even though it's an MSNBC Democrat talking point. I'll show you that in a minute. Right? With an author who sounds like a crazy person bringing up Klan analogies. This is going to get worse as the election gets closer. Take a listen. When we cover Tucker Carlson's uh, platforming of the great replacement theory, the other part of the question I think you have to try to answer is why was it the highest rated program at the network? I mean, what is the permission structure for the platforming of white nationalism and and blatantly racist theories and ideas? Of course. And I, and I think that's an important point that we do receive in a lot of ways the media that we want or that we deserve or the public conversation, the politicians. Right. That if we look at elected officials and we're unhappy with where they are and what they reflect, they are a reflection of our own societal values. Right. That we have been here in a moment where across the political spectrum, not just on the right, but even across the left and in the, in the center, where we have a majority of Americans white Americans who are increasingly anxious around these ideas, and that there's this increasingly reactionary moment in politics, that when you look at the history, two things are true. The first is that this moment we've seen is precedented, that at every moment of what's been perceived as 
uh, racial advancement for black Americans and brown Americans, there has been a pushback. But secondarily, that the moment in the movement we see currently, one of the most powerful in our politics, this conspiratorial uh, conservative reactionary movement that Donald Trump sits atop of, has clear precedent. It, they run on the same issues that we saw with the rise of the Klan in the 1920s. That's eight, eight. Eight, eight. That is it. <laughs> he lowered the flag on eight, eight. Why is nobody talking about this? Because you're a freaking crazy person. <laughs> nobody knows what that means, but you, nobody. Doorknob. What? <laughs> I love it. Joe calls for Gacy the doorknob. I love that. That we get, uh, that is, that's classic. He is a freaking doorknob. <laughs> now I want you to notice how Nicole Wallace set that up. This is textbook left. Once I show you in diagnosis segment, you will never be able to unsee this. The left does something, right? Pushes for open borders, bringing people who could be dangerous, maybe not, but could be dangerous into the country illegally. There's no question about that. The border is open right now. Nobody questions that. People are walking in the country. They're being flown around. Oh, oh it's like oh, the euphemisms is open. Republicans say, Hey, listen, we respect everyone, but there's a legal immigration process. I mean, my wife did it. We want you to come here, especially if you want to be here and work, but you got to go through the legal process. We're the reasonable ones. They're the crazy people. They then push a theory and say, oh, you guys are just mad because they're brown people. We say, what the f are you talking about? We're just mad because they came here illegally. I don't care if they came from Croatia. And then they threaten you with articles like this from the New York Times saying, hey, if you don't let us do illegal immigration, we're going to replace you. In an article literally titled, we can replace them. There it is right there. We can replace. They talk about it endlessly. Dick Durbin or the Castro brothers, all of them. We are going to replace them. And then when you bring up the fact that they're talking about replacing you with people who are illegal, we don't care about their skin color. This guy accuses you, this author, of being reactionary with Nicole Wallace setting him up. It's freaking unbelievable, bro. It is. Uh, if you don't know how to see through this stuff, you'll fall for that. And it's just like the Klan. And, and, and by the way, Joe, what have we always said, right? That no matter how bad the current Republican is painted by the lunatics in the left, yeah. it's Reagan, Reagan, Nazi, fascist. Then it was George W. Bush. Uh, George H. W. Nazi fascist. Then it was George W. Bush. Nazi worse than his dad and Reagan. Then it was uh, Mitt Romney when he ran. Worse than Bush, Reagan, and George H. W. Then it was Trump. Worse than all of them. Believe it or not, and I tell you it was going to happen, now they're going after DeSantis because they think DeSantis may be making up ground. And now DeSantis is even worse than Trump. Here's crazy person, Stuart Stevens. Just like, as predicted, you're not wasting your time today. As predicted, DeSantis is even worse than Trump. Take a listen. I suppose if you're inside DeSantis' war room, you've got to think of a way to get yourself indicted to get up ahead of Donald Trump. Um, you know, this just goes to my point that this is what the party wants to be. And it's a hard thing for a lot of us who worked in the party to accept that we helped create this model. But we did. And, and this, this is very purposeful by the party. It's not something they stumbled into. Their second choice is a guy who is worse than Trump. So it's a threat to what it means really to be an American. And 
I think we have to realize that and address it accordingly. I'm sorry. These people are so predictable. Now watch, watch this. If say something happens, Trump's in the lead by far right now, but say some cosmic shift happens. Vivek or Tim Scott takes the lead. How long do you think, Joe, Joe, can you flag it, please? Oh. I don't even know the date. Just take the date time. Please flag, flag it, it. If it happens. This is one of those asterisks flag right here, it. Guys. If Tim Scott or Vivek, Joe's got a long list. We're starting to cross them off, by the way, as time goes on, because we're right on everything. If Tim Scott or Vivek takes the lead, I guarantee you it'll be only be a matter of time before Vivek Ramaswamy. He's worse than Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Those guys, one was a fascist, one was an extra super fascist, and the other one was a, a super califragilistic, makes me allidocious fascist. And he never stopped. And they, what they don't understand is they're talking to a bunch of dipsticks on the left. They don't understand how this sounds to independents and normal people. Like, dude, everybody can't be the worst fascist ever, okay? Not a, they're not even fascist, but if they're the worst, the worst has a meaning, meaning there is no worse. You can't change your mind, lick your finger with a pole. No, no, I changed my mind. Now today, this guy's the worst. And then, no, 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 I changed it again. Now Trump's the worst. It doesn't work that way, dude. It doesn't work that way. That's not the way the worst actually works. No, that's, dude. Oh, Joe, flag it again. We're doing two flagons. Flag Wait, it. flag this one. What's the day? You need... Gee's Gee's making it, but this is Gee's first flag. It so put a little Gee next to it, right? Justin, you can flag Joe since you have the flag at list. You can always add whatever you want. Good fellas. Gee's saying if Vivek moves up in the polls, Ramaswamy, that it'll only be seconds before he's declared a white supremacist. Even though Vivek's (laughs) not even remotely white, it doesn't matter. It will. So that's Gee's first flagon. So when Gee, keep your eye on that story because it will happen. And we got Joe's got a long list. We got to start crossing them off. We've actually, we've gotten so many of these right, folks. Honestly, we've forgotten to cross a lot of them off, but he is absolutely right. And it'll happen to Tim Scott, too. I'll add that one to Justin. Tim Scott, if he takes the lead in any state, it will be, wasn't he already declared a white supremacist? What, didn't that already happen? <laughs> didn't we run a story on that I once where they did. were like, you can be a black white supremacist and they were writing about Tim Scott? So you may have to unflag that what already happened. Vivek, it was only a matter of time. These people are freaking crazy, folks. Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. Larry Elder, when he ran for governor of California, was declared the black face of white supremacy. That's that's so right. They're dealing with freaking crazy people. Crazy people, dude. Totally freaking bananas. Nuts. All right, I got to roll, man. Listen, thank you so much for joining the show. If you're listening on this on delay and you're not in our live chat right now, live chat, kicking ass and taking names, please join us. Do me one favor. Download the Rumble app or you can go on the uh, laptop there. It's rumble.com slash Bongino. Set up an account. It's free. It takes seconds to do. Join us in the live chat. Give a shout out to Mary Grace, an artsy lady today. First time in the chat. We love having you here in the whole Bongino family community. Oh, the store. Yeah. Good news. So the store, what is it? Store.bongino.com. We sold everything out in like two weeks. So that's why we didn't mention it again. We're back in stock. We got the Dan Bongino Show shirts with the flag, as you can see. Check it out. We got the trucker lids. We got the Dan Bongino Show trucker lids. We got the red trucker lids. We got them all. Stack them all.
We got them all. Whatever you want, we got them. We got tumblers. We got shirts. And we got more stuff coming. Order today. Folks, it's, I, I, I'm not messing. All, my, all of our proceeds go to charity. This is not a money-making endeavor for me. We show you the check at the end of the year. It's for you. People want merch. You ask, we give. Store.bongino.com. Store.bongino.com. If you're going to order, order quick because I'm telling you this stuff sells out fast. We sold like a lot last week, like 10 times more than we thought. Store.bongino.com. All right, I got to run. I got to do the radio in a few minutes. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Click that follow button. Follow us on Apple and Spotify as well. See you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.